Okay, we're recording. Yay. So, welcome to the Ed Here podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. So, just um, like I said, just introduce yourself. Okay. Start with. Um, yeah. I'm Cassandra. Um, yeah, n- not too many exciting things. <laughs> I mean, I'm currently in school right now for accounting and finance, which is um, definitely not where I thought that I would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a big interest, I think, in like a lot of the stuff you do. Like, um, what is it like meditation, like your whole, like, like health and wellness, health and wellness, beauty, wellness. Yes. Yep. All of it. So it's very strange that I went into accounting, but that's just what I chose. Um, but yeah, I took a couple years off of school because I actually didn't graduate on time because of, um, I was going through a lot of mental health issues mm-hmm. and I find at the time when I was in high school, it actually wasn't really talked about a lot. And so yeah. that impacted, um, like, that whole, my teens, mm-hmm. basically just, like, growing up. And I have a lot of memory loss, actually, from those years. Oh, really? Yeah. Just from, like, I, getting it out of your head type of thing? Like, yeah. pushing it back yeah. and trying not to relive it? Yeah. Got it. Because, That's, like, a trauma response, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was um, severely depressed, suicidal thoughts, all those crazy kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so I kind of just didn't, wasn't able to like get myself to graduate and I was just down one credit. So it wasn't that much, but that was something I think that really I was very ashamed of and I think brought my confidence down a lot. And I hid that from a lot of people. Um, even when I was, I was in a relationship for like four or five years and I had never told him until like the end of the relationship that I didn't actually graduate high school. Oh, wow. Because I was, people around me, other than my family, but people around me really made me feel like I should be ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. And that because I didn't follow the norm or the correct path that I was doing something wrong. Yeah. Because a lot of my friends were, they were like, we're going to business school right out of high school or doing all of these things. And I'm like, well, that's just not me. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I kind of, I feel like your story is very relatable. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Um, I can't say like I was on the exact path, but yeah. like I, I had the same thoughts of like, um, feeling the pressure after mm-hmm. high school of everything. And yeah. I went into like hair right after high school. Like I did, um, OEAP in school. So I did okay. like a apprenticeship in school mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. And, um. And then went into hairdressing, but I got out of hairdressing, like, five years later or something like that yeah. and tried to, like, do something different. And mm-hmm. it all kind of led me to where I am now, but yeah. the point of it is, like, you're so young in high school. Yeah. How are you supposed to know what you want to do for the rest of your life? Like That's what I'm saying. It's nuts. I'm like, I don't even know what I want to do tomorrow. Right? Like, you expect me to know. Exactly. <laughs> what I'm going to be doing the rest of my entire life. It's like, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And... Like, thank God, my my mom never put really pressure on me, but it was just other external factors that mm-hmm. did. But, um, yeah, it's just hard. And, like, you think you need to have it all figured out when you, no one ever really has it figured Nobody out. Nobody has anything figured out at all. I know. Even if you say you do. Yeah. It's just, like, it's I'm not it's not it. But, yeah, so that's kind of, um, I guess that was kind of, like, my start not even necessarily into health I like kind of like in high school I was kind of going on like the like trying to lose a bunch of weight and all that stuff but 
it was just a whole downward spiral right from there did you did you ever get therapy I did I was actually in therapy since I think I was about six years old oh okay yeah okay I was gonna ask like what initiated that but yeah so um from a very young age so I have I don't speak to my father I have no contact with him okay um but he yeah I have no interest in being in contact with him and he kind of kind of just like push him out of my mind but Mm -hmm. my childhood I never felt like oh I have a parent who abandoned me like I never felt that way because I was always surrounded by so much love Mm -hmm. um that's good yeah so I was kind of my mom just put put me and my sister in therapy just to kind of like she was worried obviously um that's a like big step because I feel like a lot of parents in a situation like that don't want to admit when things are bad yeah and don't want to like kind of face it yeah. So the fact that your mom kind of, like, took that initiative to, like, you know what? This is probably going to scar them for a little <laughs> yeah. bit. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So I think that was really good. I mean, I don't, like, all I remember is, like, it was, like, we would paint and, like, make, like, little clay figurines and stuff. And, like, she, the, the psychologist would just ask us questions and, like, try to get us to talk. But I don't really remember it that much. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, my first introduction. So, like, from such a young age... It was like I was, like, born. Yeah. And it was like, okay, you're in therapy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I never thought, like, saw a problem with therapy at all. And, like, I would talk about it openly, but people never had a good response about it for a long time. Yeah. Because of that fear of, like, I don't want to admit that things are yeah. not perfect. Yeah. I have a therapy session tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> lovely. I had one, like, literally just before I got here. So funny. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love this. That's why I'm just like, I, so I love therapy. I think everybody should just go. I totally agree. I always say to, like, my family that, like, you should have a family doctor. Yeah. But you should also have a family therapist. Yes. I think everybody needs to go to therapy. Yes. And that should be a requirement. It really should. Yeah. But it's their generation. I know. That they won't do it themselves. Especially, like, the old European ways. Yes. Like, the old Italian ways. Yeah. 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 My eyes are like super watered. <laughs> That's fine. I feel like burning. Oh my god! Do we need to stop? Do no, 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 no. I'm good. Some... Okay, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, but yeah. So that's that's just pretty much that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I was in therapy throughout high school as well. Um, but I never really found anything that clicked with me, and I was going and seeing a lot of different ones to try and find one, but nothing. Nothing ever stuck until um, it was after high school when I started working with a life coach instead. Okay. Want to talk about that experience? Yeah. Like, what was that? So, the reason I got into working with a coach was um, I was going through a very traumatic breakup because I was just coming out of a very abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I was trying to find control of my life, but I was doing it in very, very unhealthy ways. So I, I had an eating disorder, um, because that was the only thing that I felt like control over. Um, and so one day, I don't know if this is like too much, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Well, I'm comfortable, but I don't know if it's like going to be too much for other people. I'll put a trigger warning if you want. If it's... Uh, okay. I mean, I feel this is the conversations that we need to have, in yeah. my opinion. Like, yeah. Your story can be more relatable to somebody that, like, you don't even know how, how much it's That's impacting true. them, right? So, 
if you're comfortable sharing, go yeah. ahead and share. Okay. And then trigger warning for anybody that's listening, um, you can skip past this part if you need to. Yeah. Um, so I was um, just in a very, very bad mental headspace. Um, and I would obviously like make myself throw up and it got to a point where I wasn't even eating and anything I would consume I would just like try and throw it up and got to the point where I was bleeding oh my gosh and so that was like holy fuck what am I doing and so then I told my mom and then she was like okay we're gonna we're let's do something about it like being really proactive which was really great and she like I'm so lucky to have her um but yeah, so I got some help and um, I started with a personal trainer mm-hmm. and she was, um, she was like, has, knows people with like eating disorders and stuff. So she was very, um, like she's all about women's fitness and everything. So she was very, very relatable. And so mm-hmm. I started working with her and then she's actually a life coach as well. Okay. So she talks about like the four pillars of health, like sleep, nutrition, um, working out and your mind okay love that yeah so she was amazing that's like so we that was like where I started working on like mindset okay that was like my first real introduction to let's change your thought patterns and sorry how old were you at this point I was was I 23 22 22 okay yeah I was 22 years old I'm 25 now okay yeah so um that was like very eye-opening And I started to just learn so much about how negative my thoughts actually were. Mm -hmm. And there was one exercise she actually made me do. And she's like, okay, I want you to write um, like titles as if it's a movie of certain points in your life. Have you done this? Yes. I do this in EFT. Okay. Yes. That's what she made me do. And she's just like, yeah, write whatever you want. Like what is your story for each of these chapters? And every single one was something negative. Mm, it's an eye opener. Yeah. And once I realized that, because she's like, why is that like, you know, and then we started talking about it. And I was like, I don't know. That's just how I think of my life. Mm-hmm. And so once I, that was like my eye opening moment where I'm like, something is going to change. Like I, this is my moment, my like aha moment where I'm like, I'm going to fucking actually do the work to fix it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, like, a nice turning point. Yeah. It's it's hard to know that your thoughts are negative if you don't share it with somebody. And yes. And, like, question, like, oh. Yes. You're, that's a little. <laughs> right? Are you okay? Like, do you need to talk about this? Like, yeah. It's, yeah, that's why it's so good to share your story, right? Yeah. Because you don't know if you're, like, these experiences, you don't know anything else because they're your experiences. Exactly. Right? I was having this conversation, this conversation with my sister actually just now. I was like, um, oh shit, it was just in my brain. We were literally just talking about it. Oh, it's like you go through your life thinking that like these experiences are so unique to you and that you're the only one who has been through this and it feels very isolating. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, I'm, what's wrong with me? And then you start talking about it and having these open conversations and you're like, holy fuck, there's actually nothing, re- it's, it's not actually nothing wrong with me. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's things you need to change, but this isn't something that's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a lot of people do go through traumatic yeah. experiences or, like, everybody has their own story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can connect 
like some parts in your story I mm-hmm. can connect to without yeah. having those same experiences. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. Is that do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So like yeah, so we have like a common a common like factor but two different experiences. Yes. Yes. And then you like feed off of each other. Yeah. And, and you don't great. feel like so alone and yeah. um so isolated like you mentioned. Yeah. 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 So it's really good to know that other people experience the same things. And that's why, like, I always listen to podcasts, too. Mm, me, too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I it's love great. It. That's why I started the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need to, like, share with people, like, my my experiences. Yeah. And, like, there's even episodes that I've done, um, like, two years ago when mm-hmm. I started. Um, people have been reaching out to me now, and they're like, oh, like, this is a really good episode. Like, this has helped me so much. I'm like, oh, Aww. thank you. Like, from two years ago. Yeah. I had, like, no listeners. I know. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's something big in just, like, sharing. And I think that's, yeah. that's, like, a message for everything that you're doing in life, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if we just, um, it's that human connection. That's yes. what it is. It's the human connection of, like, we're all living in the same world. Yes living different lives but yes. we all share something like that connects all of us yes somehow yeah it's so true I was with um my best friend and my boyfriend a couple days ago and we were all just having a conversation about kind of how each of us grew up and our childhoods and everything and we were all raised very differently mm-hmm. but somehow we were all able to connect on certain things yes because it was like no matter what, we all went through different or similar traumatic experiences or different situations or whatever, but we were still able to like come together and somehow connect. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize until <clears throat> I went to college. This was mm-hmm. three years ago. Yeah. I went back to school and I didn't realize like how naive my way of thinking was yes and how like closed off I was until I experienced like going to college and meeting so many people from like Mm -hmm. all around the world and just like it was insane yeah like wow I've been I feel I don't feel like I was sheltered growing up yeah going to college and like meeting new people I'm like I felt sheltered yeah and I think because like I don't know like if your experience was like this, but I, I because you're saying you've, you've felt kind of sheltered, mm-hmm. but when you grow up in like one area, it's everyone kind of morphs into like this one thought pattern. So true. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but like you're just in this bubble. You're just trapped here and you just think that this is normal. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. And then you go and experience different people and like have, like you leave that bubble and you're like, holy shit. What was I like? It's like... <laughs> Your world just got turned upside down, but, like, yeah. for the better, yeah. you know? And I hung out a lot with family because, like, me and all my cousins are really close. Yeah. Oh, and I have amazing. a lot of cousins. Yeah. Um, and my one cousin, we, we're best friends and we're the same age. So we yeah. went to, like, elementary school and high school and everything together. We lived around the corner from each other. Oh, that's so amazing. We, yeah, we just, <laughs> like, so fun. we grew up, her, me and her two sisters. Yeah. Um, we all grew up, like, super close. Yeah. So even outside of, like, family going to school I always had family there at school so it was like that's I think that's maybe why I felt a little bit sheltered at some point because I've always had like that group of people around me Mm -hmm. and then again like getting out of that and experience new people and whatever yeah yeah definitely (laughs) eye-opener yes because you're just so stuck with like and there's nothing wrong with no like you know keeping that same like your core group of people and whatever but it's just it's really good to just go and experience other things too Mm mm-hmm 
you know? And just learn from other people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Like, even how we met. Yeah. <laughs> I literally had, I, I'm going to tell the story because yes, it, it's kind of funny. Um, I got a horrible haircut, <laughs> okay? And I was crying. And I was like, my hair is everything. I was just so upset. And so um, one of my friends had put, I, I told her about my whole hair situation and she somehow connected you and I mm-hmm. and never met you. No. And you're just like, okay, come to my house. I'll fix your bangs for you. <laughs> it was literally a bang, a bang cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, Through text message. Like, yeah. hey, you don't know me. <laughs> But can you cut my hair? <laughs> yeah, like, it's so random. At, like, 10 p.m. at night. And I wasn't doing hair at the time. Yeah. I wasn't even <laughs> living in my own house. <laughs> that's even, like, what's more funny. It's just, like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You know? But it was just, like, it was so random. And then I hadn't touched my hair for, like, a year. Because I was, <laughs> it was like... probably, like, a year to the day that you texted me. <laughs> yes. I actually think so. Because... I was like, I just, and my bangs turned out great afterwards. I was so happy. Perfect, really saved you. the day. Um, I really didn't think my bangs were going to be saved. So that was a win that day. Um, and then I just didn't touch my hair. I was like, I'm letting it grow out. I was like, once it's grown out too much, I'm going to go back mm-hmm. to the same girl that cut my bangs <laughs> because that's the only person I trust now because she saved me from a disaster. <laughs> so funny. So, yeah. And then... Yeah, and then I, I reached out to you, and then you were starting to do hair again. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as, like, we said we just clicked, like, right away. Yeah, like, I think our appointment, I usually have, like, 50 minutes for a haircut. I yeah. think we were here for, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just because we were talking for so long. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was great. I know. It was so fun. I was like, this is, like, the best haircut experience I've ever had. Yeah. You know? It was just so, it was like, you were just, like, hanging with a friend. Yeah. And that was our first time, like, actually talking. Actually talking, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was really crazy. I actually, like, even kept your name, like, in my phone, too. Yeah. Like, when you texted me, I was like, Sandra, who's Cassandra? <laughs> Wait, who is this? And then you're like, yeah, you did my bangs last year. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you're like, okay, I remember her. So random. It's, I know. It's, on, like, my perspective, it's so nice to have people, like, I don't know what it is with, mm. like, me, yeah. <laughs> I guess. But, like, I've had so many people... Say, like, I don't get my hair cut unless you do it. Wow. And I haven't been in a salon for, like, five years, and I still have people saying, like, I don't trust anybody else with my hair. That's it, crazy. It's just so, I've like, I've done your hair one time. Yeah. Like, what? For you, yeah. I've done your bangs. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even do your hair. It's just yeah. your bangs. But, like, I've had so many people, yeah, they're like, mm. I don't trust anybody with yeah. my hair. Even if they haven't come to me yet at all. Wow. And they, they text me and be like, hey, I heard you do hair. I really like what you do. I don't trust anybody else. Like, how, wow. how are you trusting me <laughs> yeah. so fast? Like, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, it's like, I'm honored, of course, yeah. but it's just like, it's weird. I think that's like a testament to like who you are as a person. I guess. You know? And how people are able to connect with you just so easily and probably like the energy you just give off. Well, thank you. You're welcome. That's my intention now yes. that I'm aware of it. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah no, nice. I, I think it's really, it's, it's really showing mm-hmm. because the fact that people are just able to be like, yeah, I trust you and don't even know you. Yeah. Like that's crazy. That speaks yeah. volumes of your character. Mm-hmm. I think. 
Well, thank you. You're I welcome. appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> that's kind of what I guess I can experience now because that's how I feel with you. Really? Even though, like, you're not giving me a service or anything. Yeah. Just, like, our connection. I'm like, well, yes. you seem trustworthy and, like, yeah. your energy is just, like, high. Yeah. Like, high vibes. Thank like, you. Good vibes. Thank you. <laughs> I've actually had, I've had people kind of, like, similar experiences to you. I mean, I don't do hair or anything, but, um... People will just start talking to me and, like, telling me about their lives. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, I don't normally tell people these things. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, no problem. Mm-hmm. I think I just, like, I'm honestly not a judgmental person. And like, it's, like, you're definitely, em- like, empathetic. Yes. Like, to a point, I will, like, be crying mm-hmm. over someone else's. Me too. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that's where you have to know when to, like. Yeah, draw it back. Yeah, draw mm-hmm. back and, like, protect your own energy. Yeah. And a lot of the times, if I feel myself, like, about to, if I'm watching a show or something. Yes. And it's, yeah. like, the person beside me is, like, why are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I have to tell myself, these aren't my emotions. Yes. It's not mine. Like, you're just feeling the character. Exactly. Exactly. And I just stop crying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I had to do. I was watching this Netflix show. It was called From Scratch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. I feel like I might have. Anyways, spoiler alert. Actually, no, do you want me to spoil it? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You okay. So, again, spoiler alert. Um, there's, like, a couple, and the husband gets diagnosed with cancer, and then they were having, like, trouble conceiving a child, and, like, he ends up passing away. And I got so connected to the story that I, like, was feeling the actual emotions, even though I've never yeah. experienced that, like their stuff. But I was like, I was so connected to it mm-hmm. that I had to tell myself, these are not my emotions. Yeah. Because Did it you was stop just, crying after that. Yeah. Like, a, like a I was still <laughs> cried a little bit. <laughs> but I had to like remind myself, like, these are not your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. I think that's where like people can feel like trust within us. Like, yeah. Like, oh, this person can, like, hold space for me. Yes. Maybe unconsciously, like, yes. thinking that. Like, this yeah. person can hold space for me. I'm just going to, like, bear it all. <laughs> yes. Which um, is great. But for me, sometimes, I tend to sometimes, like, blame myself even for other people's problems. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Glad <laughs> yep. we're going to talk about working this. on that. <laughs> yes. Same. That's what I was talking about with my therapist earlier. Because yeah. I am a... I'm a people pleaser yeah. at heart, and um, I will take on everybody else's shit. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I have a friend, and I, I'm trying to say this without, like, giving away information. So, she was going through something in a relationship. Okay. And um, it was... Basically, something got out, and it had to do because my ex-boyfriend was also somehow involved. Okay. And so I automatically was like, this is my fault. Mm. Because I was like, if, if like, my friend didn't meet me, she wouldn't know my ex-boyfriend. And then none of this would have happened, so I'm the root cause of this problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, but I'm not. No. And even she said, she's like, I had never once felt that. I'm like, oh, okay, because like I would like literally internalize it as this is this is my fault. Yeah, and so I don't know. I do that with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I just like constantly blame myself because it's easier to have control. That's yeah. another thing that I'm talking about. Like, like unlearning these like bad habits I have to try and control things in my life. Like blaming myself. That's not healthy. Yeah, 
Right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on it, too. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm definitely working on it. I've yeah. grown a lot from it. Um, Good. I've had a few experiences myself where mm-hmm. I've blamed myself mm-hmm. or I would compromise, like, my integrity to fit yes. somebody else's needs. Yes. Yeah. A hundred fucking percent. Can I swear? Yes. Okay. Of course you can swear. <laughs> of course you can swear. A hundred fucking percent. Yeah, it's it's Ugh. difficult. It's hard to like get yourself out of the loop, especially yeah. when it involves somebody that you love. So like Yes. Yeah, yes. like if you're connected to like you and your ex boyfriend and yeah. you're connected to that person and like you can't you want to blame yourself because you don't wanna like hurt your boyfriend's feelings or something. Yeah. There's, like, a, that yes. other connection of just, like, pleasing everybody but yourself. Yeah. 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 Because I'm so, since I was a kid, I'm so used to putting myself on the back burner. hmm So, I'm like, it's just easier and, like, a control mechanism for me to just, like, this is easier and this is familiar. Yeah. Exactly. The familiar. Yes. Familiarity. <laughs> I can't say it. Yeah. I don't even know how to say it, so I can't <laughs> help you. But, um... yeah it's just like you're like this is what I know yeah so this is what's comfortable for me and you're so conditioned to think that way Mm -hmm. so you're like okay this is what I'm gonna do yeah and so that thought pattern just like of constantly blaming yourself is just like continuing yeah until you intercept it somehow exactly and so for you Mm -hmm. um specifically how did you kind of like get past your comfort zone like working through Working through this issue, mm-hmm. how do you, like, comfort yourself getting out of your comfort zone, if that makes sense? So, I, I'm pretty sure you could probably already tell I'm, like, a very anxious person in general. Okay. I did not, Oh, actually. really? No. I have, like, like, general anxiety disorder. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I am very, very anxious, but, so, I'm constantly overthinking, and I prepare myself for the worst before it happens, mm-hmm. basically. But... So one thing that I do when I start to feel like it's a, like something's a fear or like I'm scared to do this or, you know, if I do this, the outcome is going to be bad, even mm-hmm. though I maybe I've never done this thing before, is I will purposely put myself in those situations Oh, a lot of the yeah. time. As long as like, you know, don't do this if it's like a very dangerous situation, obviously. Yeah. But there's things I will like challenge myself on. Mm-hmm. And then that also rebuilds the trust I have with myself. Yes. Yeah. Because then I have this like confirmation that, wow, okay, one, that wasn't as scary as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And two, I can actually trust my opinions now. Because a lot yes. of the time I don't trust that I'm making the correct decision Mm -hmm. or I don't trust who I'm friends with. Like, is that not who I'm friends with? Like, I don't trust myself to pick the correct people. So I think even just by challenging yourself and keeping yourself accountable Mm -hmm. is an amazing way to get rid of those like fears in a way. And so something so small as... I have this, like, fear of going into a classroom sometimes because in high school, uh, what I would do is I would drive to school and not go in because I just, I couldn't get myself to go into class. I was like, this is embarrassing. This is, like, everyone's going to laugh at me. Like, all these negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. So now, when 
I, even if I show up late to school, like, cause now in college or whatever, I will still show up late, but I will. And I have those like tendencies to be like, don't go, just don't go, just stay. And I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking go because nothing bad's going to happen. And so each time I just keep on challenging that fear or that belief, it just makes me feel so much better. And you're just like rewiring that part yes. of your brain. Yeah. Where like just be nothing even happened to you before, did it? But it just your fear just yeah. was because you were scared. Yeah. Nothing actually happened. No. So you're just rewiring that part of your brain where yeah. like there's nothing that's going to happen. Yes. Just keep pushing through it. Yeah. 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 And so that's something that like I'm still working on. Yeah. Because that's not just like for me anyways, it wasn't something just like overnight that happened. It was like there's still sometimes I I will give in to those like my old beliefs mm-hmm. and those like patterns of thinking and I just will stay in my shell. Mm-hmm. You know? But I think it's important that each time to at least try. Yeah. And don't get mad at yourself if you're not able to challenge it. Like, okay, sit with that emotion. That's okay. Thousand percent. Yeah. And I think that's another thing too. It's like, instead of trying to constantly like fight with our negative thoughts, it's important to kind of just like recognize them and sit with them. You have to feel it. Yes. That's the only way you like actually let it go. Yeah. 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 Because I'll get like so angry and like try and fight all like, why am I thinking like this? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Why am I Why am I doing this? Like, you know better. And then I start shaming myself. But yeah. it's like, no, just be like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. What's actually coming up? And work through that problem. Yeah. I, my friend posted something that said, oh, I don't want to, like, butcher it. But apparently, like, you can, you feel an emotion for mm-hmm. the first 90 seconds. After mm-hmm. the 90 seconds you're choosing to either hold on to it or let it go. Yes. So it's, I love that. Right? It's, so yeah. it's like a choice of are you going to let it go or mm-hmm. do you need to hang on to this feeling? Yeah. If so, why do you feel like you need to hang on to this feeling? Yes. And it's like challenging yourself to really dig deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it, that. that's harder to do mm-hmm. when you're not as self-aware and like yes. doing the work A hundred percent. So I get that some people maybe aren't on that page yet. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. okay. I honestly, I think, I think everything, like you said, happens for a reason. I think mm-hmm. we all experience what we're meant to experience mm-hmm. at different timelines. Thousand percent. Yep. To continue like our own growth and our own path kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. So 100%. It's, it's, I think it's harder for people to, yeah. Yeah. Feel either like feel it or let it go. Yes. It's, it's very difficult mm-hmm. because I still like... I'm not sometimes able to regulate my emotions, you know, and I live in that, that emotion, whether it's anger or like whatever, guilt or whatever. And it's not, it can be something that people just grasp really quickly, Mm -hmm. but don't beat yourself up about it if it's not something that you can do right away. Yeah. Well, it's based on like your old patterns too, right? So it's, if you haven't, tried to change any of those patterns you're likely not going to be able to do something different yeah with it yeah exactly so yeah it's hard it is really hard we both experienced that apparently (laughs) i know (laughs) us going through therapy i know honestly love therapy me too my favorite thing me too people used to look at me and be like you're in therapy and i'm like 
yeah what's wrong with that like someone gets to listen to me speak all the time and vent about my problems I'm like I don't have to like I'm like this is just like an hour for me mm-hmm. yeah like this is self-care yeah you know and it, I, I went in one time thinking like I felt great this week I don't know what I'm gonna talk about yes I, I felt amazing <laughs> yeah I, that was the biggest breakthrough <laughs> yes. the biggest breakthrough session I have yeah. ever had I cried for like five minutes I was sitting there just crying and she oh was just God. like just let it out it's yeah. fine like, yeah okay yeah you're like I thought I had my shit together this week yep and I just felt so good after yeah felt so good that's good it's just like it feels great and I didn't even say anything to initiate that she said something to me and it triggered something and I'm like oh you just hit something and then I bawled so I didn't even say anything she was the one that said something that initiated like that subconscious yeah yeah release that's what's kind of nice too is that you find out things about yourself that you're like oh shit this actually has been bothering me I've just suppressed it so fucking deep Mm -hmm. deep deep down that I I just let it go like I was like oh this this isn't really an issue but then it starts to come up in therapy yeah and then you're like oh holy shit wait this is actually this is actually an issue Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I'm having and it's affecting like different areas of your life yeah I've also noticed my like warning signs okay before I suppress something Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so speak more about because this. Because I, this is kind of like where my thought process is, but because I was such like a people pleaser when I was little. Okay. I never wanted to like start anything. I just mm-hmm. sat there and I was like really quiet all the time. I just mm. kind of like held things in. So now going through therapy and talking about things or having things come up that had bothered me. Yeah. I've noticed that in the moment, when something happens, mm-hmm. I can feel like my throat gets really tight oh. or like my eyes will start to water and then I just like stop it. Like, wow. don't do that. And wow. then I suppress it and I'm like, fuck, don't, don't suppress it. Let it come out. And yeah. I just try to like cry it out and like revisit it now. But I've, that's amazing. I've noticed that. Like I've noticed like those warning signs of like, you're about to suppress this. Don't do that. Like let it out that is amazing that you're able to like actually notice it now mm-hmm. like you're aware of it and you're like okay I know what's happening yeah it's like now you have control I you do know? I have a little bit of control now. yeah and, and I think nice. a part of that too is just surrounding yourself with the right people mm-hmm. and like feeling safe around people I've had so many people like mm-hmm. the last podcast I just did mm-hmm. like I mentioned we sat here and we just cried and like yeah. it's such a safe space where like we're okay with like allowing each other to cry and to feel those emotions fully feel those emotions yes so it's just surrounding yourself with those kinds of people that Mm -hmm. allow you to be like that vulnerable be vulnerable and express that part of yourself yeah yeah that's amazing and you really like you need to build like a good support system too you know, like you were just saying, like, surrounding yourself with people who, like, doesn't need to be that many people either. Yeah. Just, like, having, like, one person or two people in your life who you're like, I can be, like, completely vulnerable with this person. Mm-hmm. And then if you can't, therapy. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> therapy is the answer <laughs> to everything. <laughs> so but, who was that for you? Because you went through, like, a lot of 
you went through your eating disorder and yeah. um like abusive relationships did you yeah. find it hard to find like that support system for yourself um so while I was in um that very abusive relationship I had some friends mm-hmm. and I not, looking back now I don't think I knew what friendship actually was Okay, that's big. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that this this one way is how friendship has to be. And so I was never completely vulnerable mm-hmm. with my friends, even though I thought I was. Yeah. I thought I was being my authentic self. I thought I was, you know, like being vulnerable with these people, but I just realized that, no, I wasn't. And so I felt like I couldn't even... I started to shut down and not talk to my friends about what was going on in my relationship because I didn't feel safe. Right. I'm like, this isn't, this is going to get used against me or it's, it's too much. Sometimes things would get disguised as like tough love, but it was just actually like bullying yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I, I'm just going to keep this to myself. And then I was embarrassed to tell my mom mm-hmm. or, and my mom could see what was going on, but like, it's hard when you're a parent trying to, like, you want to help your kid, but at the same time, it's like, she didn't want me to feel alone. Yeah. Right? So, um, throughout that relationship, I, I really didn't have anyone that I could, looking back now, fully depend on. And so, um, him and I, we, you know, we had our ending or whatever, and I ended up, um, meeting my best friend now. Okay. When him and I broke up. Okay. And immediately we connected and I, like, I could cry right now because I'm like, she was like put in my life for a reason. Aw. I'm like literally crying. That's okay. <laughs> Feel it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <And> love. <laughs> I'm just like, I am so, she is like the reason I know what it's like to have a friend and yeah. what it's really like to be loved what it's really like to be loved by someone else Mm -hmm. because I never had that obviously my family but it's different and so she um she was so like on my team about everything she would have the tough conversations about like with me and so let me go back to I know I'm jumping around a little bit that's okay um so him and I you know we were still in communication and um I didn't want to tell my ex-friend that we were in communication. I was very embarrassed of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt like I had to still hide. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't feel safe. You didn't want the judgment that, and everything. And the judgment and all of that. So um, I was really leaning on this new friend that I had. Mm-hmm. And so because she never judged me. And she was always there to support me. Like she's like, she's like, these are the things... She just wasn't criti- criticizing. Mm-hmm. She would just let me be me. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that was, she just really helped me through that. And I was able to actually, like, she was the first person I told, like, my deepest, darkest secret to. That, like, nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Not even therapists. Wow. Like, that's how connected we became. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just so thankful that I have someone like that in my life. So that's who I started to kind of like, like lean on mm-hmm. in those moments. Cause I'm like, I don't need 5,000 friends. No. I'm like, I have this one true genuine connection. And I'm like, that's all I need. Like we 
are so I don't even know how to describe it, but I'm like she's like my soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But Shout yeah. out to Cassandra's best friend. Yeah. I'm literally gonna <laughs> like you. send her this clip. <laughs> Thank you for on. being the best. Yeah. Because <laughs> Yeah, no, she really is. And she she's been through her fair share of shit. She's yeah incredible. Like the strength she has. But um yeah, she's just been like my main supporter. And that's nice. Yeah. Obviously my family too. Mm-hmm. I have to give them a little shout out. But like But your family doesn't know some of your secrets. Exactly. That this exactly. person knows. Yeah. 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 So and that was that. And then yeah, now I have my boyfriend. Yep. We can we can talk about that story now. I'm very excited about this yes. story. Okay, so, so share with us your your story about your new boyfriend. Yes. So um basically after I, you know, I was stopping communication with my ex. It was around the same time when I started working with the life coach mm-hmm. because I was, you know, having all those, um, I was releasing all those toxic habits I had. Yeah. Really trying to Make, focus on me. Making the change. Yes. Yeah. Doing the work. Doing the work. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I was just, I was really into manifestations and into affirmations. Mm-hmm. And so there was this one day I was laying in my bed and I was watching One Tree Hill because that's like my comfort show. Yes. And okay. I know Nathan Scott for all of my One Tree Hill people. Nathan Scott, a little toxic, but I love him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He is like, (laughs) oh, obsessed. Even my boyfriend knows. He's like, okay, relax. (laughs) And I'm like, let me be. Yeah. Um, so had my comfort show on and I'm like, what do I want in my next relationship? Mm-hmm. And so I just started writing down every single thing I wanted physically, mentally, like I could be as, as descriptive as I wanted. I could have said, Hey, I wanted tattoos. Like mm-hmm. it could have been like anything. It does. It really, nothing is off limits. Yeah. This perfect person would look to me like this. Yeah. In every single way. And so I wrote this down. And also a lot of it, I was like, oh, this is also ways that I want to be. Okay, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I wrote this all down. Mm-hmm. And I, even on one of them, I was like, Nathan Scott. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> but I literally wrote, like, Nathan Scott. And so whatever, I left the note alone. It was on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't touch it since. And I was like, you know what, that's going to be what I want. And so I started to try and become like certain, like become those things that I wanted that I had mentioned. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm going to attract that person. Mm -hmm. And I really manifested on it, Mm -hmm. but I was never, ever looking for a relationship. Okay. That was my main thing. I'm like, if the the next person that I'm going to date, this is what they're going to be like. But I'm not out actively looking for it. It's yeah. going to come to me. Mm-hmm. When the time is right, it'll happen. Yeah. No worries at all. And so I, whatever, go on. I kind of, you know, forget that I even really wrote this. Um, and I ended up working at a bar. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend was also working at this bar. But he was obviously not my boyfriend at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we meet and... I'm not, like, thinking anything of it, but, like, our story is, like, a whole story. Yeah. But um, I was just, like, 
okay, whatever. And so fast forward, we end up dating and whatever. And I'm looking back on this note one night and I look at the date and it's his birthday and the time he was fucking born. That's like, it just still blows my mind. I can't get over this story. I was like texting him. I was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And like, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Yeah. And like the part about Nathan Scott, I'm like, my boyfriend was literally a basketball player in high school. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I kind of got my Nathan Scott, you know? But every single thing on there, he checked off. That's so amazing. Yeah. It was fucking insane. Like, my whole body was, like, shaking. I was like, this is proof. If this isn't fucking confirmation that the universe is, or whoever you believe in is listening to you, Mm -hmm. like, just, I don't know. I don't even know what to say because it was just the most insane experience I've had. Yeah. I mean, people I've told this story to, really? and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah, she's coming on the podcast, and <laughs> listen to it, to let her tell the story. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking wild. But it was just like, I was just laying in my bed. It was like a random day. Just a random fucking day. Yeah. Just decided to, you know, make this note. And so, and now he's in my life, and he's like the most amazing addition to my life ever. I love that. Yeah. So. Love that for you. Thank you. But yeah, so, um... If you are single, mm-hmm. make a fucking note yep. of what your next partner will look like yep. in every single aspect. But you also kind of step into the role of putting your like mm-hmm. putting yourself first mm-hmm. and wanting to attract it. Yes. Letting it be. Yes. Yeah. I was not looking for a relationship mm-hmm. at all. I was like almost pushing him away at one point because <laughs> I was like, I, like, so much don't want a fucking relationship. Yeah. I also have, like, clearly relationship trauma. <laughs> yeah. But I was just, like, no, like, leave me alone. I don't – I'm doing my own thing. I was, like, having the time of my fucking life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But then we – he even talks about it, too, because he didn't really want a relationship either. But we got to a point where I'm, like, I, I want you in my life. Yeah. You know? So we put aside our own fears and we're just, like, okay – and we actually had a really vulnerable conversation the other day because, and I was, we were talking about, I was like, yeah, you know, when we started dating, I had thought, like, I just made, like, the worst decision of my life. Oh, no. <laughs> because I was like, not, okay, that's, like, so dramatic. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I was just like, holy shit, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I in a relationship right now? Like, this is not what I wanted, even though he's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? All of his relationship insecurities started to come up too. And he's like, oh my God, what did I just do? Now we're dating. And he's like, okay, well, like, let's just like day by day. Like, and that's still how we kind of just take our relationship. Like we just focus, we like just make it, we make a conscious effort to choose each other every day. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Especially coming from somebody who you say you're you're an anxious person I'm an yes. anxious person too so I'm like always thinking of the future yes so it's kind of nice that he's that grounding yeah part of your life where yes just kind of like brings you back to the present moment of like yeah we're taking today yes. today only yeah and that's okay yeah and it works for you yes 100 percent. that's what he taught me and mm. we still obviously like think we have our future goals and whatever but he's like one day at a fucking time yeah. he's like slow your roll you know, he's like, we're going to take it day by day. Yeah. And so that's like what we remind each other of. Sometimes it's like, I'm going to wake up today 
and consciously choose what I want. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of what I'm trying to go by right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's just, and another thing too about like attracting relationships, mm-hmm. uh, something my boyfriend said to me, he's like, I was so attracted to you because you had no care in the world mm-hmm. about what anyone else was doing. Like I was so focused on like me and not, I was selfish in that sense, but I still, I'm an empathetic person. So obviously I would never like harm other people in the process. Like I was still very like inclusive and wanting to talk to people, but Mm -hmm. I was just so like my putting your needs before everybody else's needs. And my energy, he was like, it was like, it was the most attractive thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you were just like, you truly didn't care what anyone else was doing. Yeah. You were just, I'm doing this. And he's like, you were such like a badass. Yeah. He's like, seeing you work in the bar, he's like, it was crazy. He's like, you would just like, he's like, you were just a badass. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thank You're you. there to do your shit and yes. get out. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I love that. Yeah. That was that. And he's, yeah. He's pretty amazing. Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think it's good to have like a secure specifically man in that in that position to bring mm-hmm. you to the present moment i feel like yeah. men are very logical thinkers, yes yeah and both of us both <laughs> admitted that we're very feeling people yes. like we're empathetic yeah. yeah so sometimes we get anxious because mm-hmm. we're like well how am i gonna feel tomorrow yes how am i gonna feel and then the yeah. man just kind of like makes it you know just yeah. relax it's okay we're, yeah. we're not there yet we're here yeah. Yeah. And that's all you have to focus on. Yeah. Like you said before, like grounding. Mm-hmm. Like they just literally bring you back down to earth. Yeah. When you're so up in your own head yeah. that you can't get back down there, it's really nice to have that person, like you were saying, to just get you back to like a nice level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you made any other lists since then? No. Like, girl, I should. I know. <laughs> Actually, I have like my goals and stuff like okay. that. Um, But not like. I don't know what else to manifest right now, mm-hmm. like, like that intensely. Okay. Yeah. You so feel content at the moment. Yeah. Like you're you're good at where you're at, and you're like. Yeah. Experiencing how yeah. things that are just being thrown at you. Yeah. Okay. Like relationship wise, I'm pretty content. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, like even in, like work life or whatever, I'm just like, you know what, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen, and everything always works out. Mm-hmm. Like. That's all I can believe in. Yeah. Because everything always does end up working out for me. It does. Yep. So I'm just like, I've been proven this time and time again. So I'm just going to take a back seat. I'm going to work hard Mm -hmm. and still do what I need to do, but it'll work out. Yeah. That's good that you like focus on like the person that you want in your life because Mm -hmm. the the, like trauma that you've had coming up to that point, it's like, well... I don't want this shit anymore. What do I want? I yes. know what I don't want. So yeah. what do I do want? Yeah. So, and you actually, you proved to yourself that you can attract those people into your life. Exactly. From your boyfriend and your best friend. Yeah. And that's, like, it's funny that you brought up, um, like, I was able to kind of see what I don't want. It's because I, in the list, I literally would, like, think of my last relationship, like, while I was writing it, and I was like, what didn't I like? Or even things I did like about it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what, there's positives to like you know there's something positive from every situation that you can yeah take um but yeah so I was kind of just like okay so let me really think about it here things I hate like I, I kind of want to pull it up 
I want to see. Oh if yes, please do. I didn't even pull it up yet. The infamous <laughs> note. I want. I like won't. I get so scared to touch it because <laughs> you don't want to delete it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this is just this is crazy. Even like looking back, this is this is like really weird. One like it's just like okay. One of them is like communicates his feelings, the all the good and the bad. Yeah. Because my last relationship I didn't have we had a very very hard time communicating okay um and it's like there's like never stops doing the little things and that's like he does that all the time does he yeah like what um he will just like okay my room will like become a disaster sometimes Mm -hmm. because I'm just like I'm so focused on other things, and I, I don't like when my space is messy, mm-hmm. but sometimes, I'm like, it just happens. And so when I'm really stressed, he'll just, like, go upstairs and clean my room for me. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. That's just so really that I sweet. have, like, a nice space to go back into. Yeah. And so I think it also comes down to, like, our love languages, too, because we have mm-hmm. the same one. Like, okay. ours is both acts of service. Oh. Oh, that's perfect, then. Yeah. That's good. But, um... But then we also, like, kind of differ, too, in a little bit. Because I think his is also a lot of words of affirmation. But okay. I'm not. Like, I'm more quality time. <laughs> yeah. I'm more, like, quality time and acts of service. Even though I'm not, like, a words of affirmation person, I'm open-minded to receiving love that way as well. Okay. Because I'm – even though I'm, like, okay, these are the way the ways I like to be loved. I like quality time and acts of service. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's very good about – loving me in the way I want to be loved and mm-hmm. need to be loved and I'm the same way with him I love him the way he needs to be loved but I'm also like hey if he's gonna show me that like I- I'm not gonna close myself off to only receiving love those ways yeah you know mm-hmm. I'm like no I'm gonna be open to you know what he really love loves to like words of affirmation like tell me all of these things and I'm like okay you know what I will like be open to that just because someone's not like a hundred percent all the time loving me the exact way that doesn't mean that I'm gonna just go and be like no that doesn't count for anything because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel sometimes we can get stuck in only like only one way like being very yeah. narrow-minded well it's probably part of like a comfort your comfort yeah. zone right so maybe like you never really had somebody love you with words of affirmation so you're not yes. comfortable with yeah that form of expression that's a very good point because mm-hmm. my last relationship it was very um there was no words of affirmation at all mm-hmm. and I felt like I was always the one like pulling teeth mm-hmm. so I've started to close off from that mm-hmm. and just kind of like retreat and like not want to speak so that's probably why he, your boyfriend's in your life is yep. to teach you now yep. to get out of that yep. and start to rebuild maybe like that form of love yep. with somebody, that connection with somebody. Yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's just like really crazy. I never thought I would be where I'm at now, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And I'm sure I get you it. can relate. I totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> totally get it. Yeah, that's nice though. Yeah. Do you have anything else on that list? Let's see what else there is. <laughs> um, what else is on this list? Where is this? Will dance with me? Okay. Oh. I should have. Yeah. I should have <laughs> removed this one because he has no shame, and he will like, 
he's not the best dancer. Mm -hmm. But he will be, like, just, like, dancing wherever he is. Like, he's very, very outgoing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, he's very social. Like, I could put him in a room and he would be friends with everyone. That's nice. Yeah. So, that was another one. Like, social. Um, Mm -hmm. Proud to, like, shows that they're proud to be with me. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a really big one, especially coming out of a toxic relationship. Yes. Yes. Because, Mm -hmm. like, I never was made to feel like I was worthy to be with someone. Mm -hmm. Well, I never Mm -hmm. got those words of affirmation. There there you go. (laughs) There you go. I would literally, this is, like, a lot, but I used to get called piggy. Oh, from your boyfriend? Yeah, my ex-boyfriend. Your ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's low. Yeah. And he was like, no, but it's like, I'm I'm saying it like in a nice way. He's like, it's like an endearing way. Like, oh, piggy. And I'm like, mm. no, but this, and I would like express like, hey, this actually hurts my feelings. Like, you know, I've, even in high school, I was struggling with my, like an eating disorder. So I was like, you know what? I just never had a good relationship at that point with like food and my body and, and everything. And I was like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter what right. I wanted. Right. It was, well, this suits my needs. And to me, that was, like, a boundary that was crossed. Big time. Yeah. Because it was just, yeah. So So he played on your insecurities. Yeah. Make himself feel better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is a bully. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, he's a bully. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the people in my life were just, like, bullies to me at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, This other one, we kind of talked about this. I didn't even realize this was actually on here. My voice of reason. So okay. being the person yeah. to bring me back down to earth, yeah. which is exactly what he does, mm-hmm. um, appreciative of his life. That's a really beautiful quality to want in somebody. Yeah. Like to even think about like, I want somebody that will appreciate their yeah. life. Like, like, yeah, that's yeah. really beautiful. Thank you. That's very neat. <laughs> yeah. And so, but that's the thing. I wanted that in someone else. So I was going to be that myself. Yeah. And so I became someone who started to appreciate my life, mm-hmm. you know? And that was very hard to do coming from someone who dealt with a lot of suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so coming to terms with like, hey, life isn't so bad mm-hmm. was like really scary mm-hmm. for me, you know? Yeah. Um, what else is there? I'm trying to see like some good ones. Um, I mean, they've all been very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, able to have fun doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, is able to make a bad situation better. Mm-hmm. Um, fun to travel with. Uh, listens to me. Not judgmental of others. That's a big one too. Mm-hmm. Not always negative. Um, takes me seriously. Mm-hmm. Because that's a huge thing in my life. I feel like nobody takes me seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the first... <laughs> Like, I even put tall on here. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I was trying to, like, skip over some of the more physical ones. But, yeah, like, tall. Mm-hmm. I put, like, tall and Nathan Scott. Those yeah. are my top two. <laughs> top two. He, <laughs> he got them. Very on board. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, just, like, stuff like that. I like, love it. Social, attentive, uh, lets me be myself. There's just, like, so, like, respects me. Mm-hmm. Wants me to do things with him and wants to do things with me. And they're just literally basic human needs. Yeah. It's a basic human need. Yeah. Yeah. All of those qualities. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, 
it's just basic connection. But like you kind of connected was that you wanted those things in a person, mm-hmm. so you want needed those were things that you were lacking in your life too. Yeah. Yeah. So those are things you were lacking that you wanted to become mm-hmm. that you also wanted to share with somebody else. Yes. Yeah. And so that was my focus was I'm going to be this version of me mm-hmm. and I'm going to be the best version mm-hmm. of myself and I'm going to embody all of these qualities. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like I really wasn't looking for anything. I was just like, okay. The best things come when you're not looking yes. for them. Yes. And that's why I was, like, so pissed off and I didn't want to be in a relationship because I'm like, no, I'm having the time of my life. Like, <laughs> Leah, like, I don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. I did the same thing, too. It's, really? It's so funny, yeah. Okay, what did you, like, what happened? Um, I mentioned this last last time. I'm not going to, like, go into full detail, but okay. when I met my boyfriend, I was focusing just on me. Yeah. Like, we met at the gym. Okay. So, I was focusing like I went in there with the intention of getting a trainer yes like I'm gonna work on my physical health yeah I'm, I'm not gonna worry about anybody yeah Just focus on me and that's what I did yeah until he started asking me out and I was like nope I don't want to go out nope yeah focusing on me yes and then okay. you're just very persistent <laughs> yes. so here we are but yeah kind of oh the same thing God. yeah it's just like and you keep like turning it down you're like leave me alone yeah you're like no <laughs> You're like, like, this is so unprofessional because he was my yeah. trainer. So I'm like, Stop! this is so unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, my yeah. God. I love that. Yeah. I'm li- I'm li- I was literally, <laughs> I just turned 20, I think. No, oh I wasn't even 20 yet. I was 19. Oh, my gosh. Go, like, tr- going yeah. on 20. I'm like, this is so unprofessional. All I want to do is work on myself. Like, get out of my life. <laughs> You're like, fucking leave me alone? <laughs> yeah. But I kind of did the same thing as you. Yeah. I didn't write these qualities down. Mm-hmm. But I envisioned somebody of, like, what mm. I wanted in my life. And he checked the boxes for me, too, when I realized it. Yeah. He checked those boxes. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should give him a chance. You know, it kind of, like, put me over the edge. What? Really- <laughs> Is that... So, um, he didn't have any tattoos when we met. Okay. And... When he started, like, asking me out, he had a sleeve booked for the following year. Okay. Because the tattoo artist is, like, super busy. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, this is, like, pushing me over the edge. This is, like, the cherry on yes. the top of, like, Everything what I'm envisioning. Else. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, he's getting a sleeve. Perfect. <laughs> I'm sold. I, that's one less thing I have to convince him to do. Yes. <laughs> but see what I mean? Like, like, put, like, have this list. Whether you write it down or think about it, it's, like, Put down the physical aspects you want. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is off limits. Yeah. So that's good. Like, you know, if yeah. you already had it booked, you're like, okay, sold. You know what I realized after mm-hmm. two? I went to see a psychic. Okay. Um, Before I met him. Mm-hmm. It was probably, like, a couple of years before. I was still in high school. So I went to go see the psychic. And she was describing, the like, the person that she sees me with. Okay. And she said he had, like, dark hair, and he had a, there was a little girl. Okay. Like, a little girl, like, I was skeptical about the big little girl because I was going through, like, health issues, Mm -hmm. and the doctors were like, yeah, it's going to be hard for you to get pregnant, whatever. Oh, wow. So I'm like, okay, well, the doctors told me I'm not going to have a baby. Yeah. She's like, no, that's not, you'll be fine. But she's like, I think this little girl is from another relationship. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay. My boyfriend, he has Mm -hmm. a daughter. Okay. The time I went to see the psychic was probably, like, two years before. So, like, she wouldn't have existed. 
in this time. So wow. Yeah. So the the psychic was like, yeah, I see him like with the little girl, and she has like big brown eyes, and I'm like, okay, I have all this written down on a piece of paper too. And then I realized afterwards that that was him and his daughter. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. I that never like I never put that into my head. Where like, okay, I'm gonna find a guy that has a kid, like, mm-hmm. and this is what she's gonna look like. Like that was never part of my manifestation at all yeah it just happened that way and I'm like that's and then I connected the dots I'm like oh that's kind of (laughs) cool that's actually so crazy yeah yeah oh my god that's you have it written down Mm -hmm. because I went with my cousin to the psychic and as the psychic was like talking to me my cousin was writing stuff down for Mm -hmm. me and then I would do the same for her so I have a whole list of stuff that she said to me yeah I should pull it in and go through it yeah you actually should yeah I don't know where it is. Oh. It's here somewhere. In one of these. <laughs> You're like. <laughs> in this drawer. Yeah. That would be really interesting. It, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. It's like, like. Yeah. She's like, You're not going to kiss a lot of frogs. Like meaning like I'm not yeah. going to date a lot of guys. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Until I found him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's another thing we can connect on. We didn't really like. We didn't date that many people mm-hmm. until like. You were just like, holy shit, this person just, like, kind of came into your life one day. Yeah. You know? So then, okay, so so you finally um, went out with him. Yeah. And then from there, what happened? Tell us a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I'm supposed to be interviewing you. I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm you to know. know. Um, he asked me out one time. It was super casual. We just, like, went and got booster mm-hmm. juice or something. Okay. The next time we went to, like, a movie or something, it was very casual and just, Mm -hmm. we were texting before we actually, like, went out. Okay. And started actually, like, dating. We were just, like, texting for a little bit. But, I don't know, it just kind of, like, we just clicked. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of flowed. Weren't you saying, last, when I was here getting my hair cut, you were saying, he's, like, a, a, like, a Scorpio. Oh, my gosh, yes. Scorpio. He's, like, all three. He's triple Scorpio. Sun, moon, and rising signs, triple Scorpio. That's crazy. <laughs> it's very intense. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. And, like, we were – it was funny because we were watching this show. It's on Crave. Okay. And uh, what was it called? Like, cook cook your sign or something about your sign. Okay. Something about cooking and your, your astrology sign. Okay. And they make, like, foods based on your zodiac sign. And, like, oh. there's, like, little segments in it, like – oh, you're an Aquarius, so, like, your color is blue, and you have these qualities about you, and then at the end, they do, like, a love match, and it's, like, the best person to be with is, like, a Gemini, the worst person to be with is a Scorpio, (laughs) and Anthony looks at me, we both start laughing, it said the same thing on on the Scorpio, it's, like, the worst person to be with is is Aquarius, so we both look at each other, like, uh... (laughs) You're, like, uh, okay, well, well, that's the thing, like, sometimes it doesn't like actually like yeah it's only know. based on like the one like your yeah. your sun sign and like certain qualities they kind of just yeah. like headbutt which i totally i mm-hmm. see it mm-hmm. but there's also like other qualities that mesh really well and like we're opposites yes. in so many ways but it's it's nice like we're the opposites attract yes oh that's amazing nice. or you guys you guys are like more similar yeah so he is so i'm a Lib- libra sun okay Scorpio moon. Okay. And uh, Sagittarius rising. 
Right, I'm a Sag rising too. Yeah. Okay. So Maybe that's why we click so well. Yes, exactly. And I'm a, I'm a Scorpio moon and you love your Scorpios. I love Scorpios. So, um, the other thing, so my boyfriend is an Aquarius sun, mm-hmm. a Scorpio moon, and a Sag rising. Oh my God, cool. So like we kind of like align. I yeah. honestly don't really know what they mean that much. Like mm-hmm. I don't know too much into it, but I was just like, oh, we're kind of like the same. Yeah. You know, but... That's yeah. fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was so interesting, but... Yeah, if you dive into it, there's so many, like... Which is why I don't like the compatibility thing sometimes, yeah. because when you do, like, oh, the compa- compatibility test, it mm-hmm. only goes off of, like, your sun sign. Mm-hmm. Usually. Usually mm-hmm. it just goes off the sun sign. But if you dig deeper into, like, your birth chart and everything, there's so many other paths and so many mm-hmm. qualities that you obtain that can mesh with people. That maybe don't seem like they'll mesh with people, but it yeah. will mesh with people. That's where I think I met with, like, my boyfriend is because, yeah. like, even though we're so opposite, we work really well together. Yeah. Because there's other qualities that bring us together. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like, opposites attract. Mm-hmm. It's like the yin and yang. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what that is, right? Yin yes, and yang exactly. is like opposites. I yin- was like, wait, let me fact check myself. No, 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 you're right. Yin and yang is, like, masculine and feminine energy. It's the okay. two different types of energies that need each other to um like flow of life okay. not necessarily like male and female yes the, the masculine and, and feminine energies the yes different yeah opposite energies yeah that makes so much me and my my best friend we would be like yeah we're like yin, yin and yang because mm-hmm. like she like even if we would go places she was always like okay take she's like i'm taking charge like, she would be in, like, her masculine energy mm-hmm. almost. And I'd be like, yeah, you're, like, the husband. I'm, like, the wife. Like, she would carry my bags. Like, if we go and, like, go on a trip or something, she would literally be carrying my suitcase oh my for me. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm like, I can't. I'm like, please. <laughs> like, it was just, just That's funny. so cute. But, yeah. I have a friend like that, too. We went on vacation together. Yeah. Excuse me. And um, the whole vacation, we're like, yeah, you're the yin to my yang. And, like, we're opposite we're alike in a lot of ways, but we're yeah. opposite in a lot of ways. We're like, she's more extroverted and I'm more introverted. And mm. she's more like the partier and I'm more yes. like the mom of the party. Yes. <laughs> like taking yeah. care of people. Yeah. So that's kind of like where our opposites were. But it was, yeah. it was a lot of fun on yeah. vacation with people like that. You just like mesh. Mm-hmm. Like you each kind of like have your role almost and it just works. Is it? Yep. Yeah. We oh. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like you, we each like have everyone has like their role and it just works and Mm -hmm. then it's just fun Mm -hmm. that's why I'm like her like my best friend and I whenever we go anywhere I'm just like it could literally be you could put like us two in like a box and we would have the best time yeah because like as long as we're together we have the most fun yeah like we don't we don't need anybody else we're like Mm -hmm. this is the greatest thing ever that says a lot about like you as a person too because you feel comfortable enough with, like, who you are yeah. to be comfortable around her to, like, yeah. fully be yourself. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, the like, for myself, I'm, I have a lot of people in my life where, like, I don't want to fully express who I am sometimes because mm. of that judgment and, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's nice that you and your friend have that, yeah. um, like, open relationship with each other. Yeah. You're because, able to be yourself. Yeah, and like I was saying before, it's – that was the only – friend like this is the only friend I've ever had where I felt like that Mm -hmm. where I can actually be 100% open and vulnerable so it's like it's hard not everybody is like that and it's like you sometimes you just find someone and you're like holy shit where where have you been my whole life yeah (laughs) exactly but 
there's other people in your life, even if you can't be like as open with them or anything, doesn't mean that they're like bad people or you shouldn't have them in your life, you know? 100%. Yeah. It's just everybody's in your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. And they, there could be like different things and people have their strengths and weaknesses and you just, you know? That's life. Yeah. That's your life experience. If you're, I believe that you are meant to follow a path, mm-hmm. whether you're conscious of it or not. Yeah. Following a path. All these people in your life are there for a reason, teaching you something, mm-hmm. helping you through something. Yeah. And that's just life. Yeah. And, like, I I don't regret. Like, part of me, I, I have, I struggle accepting sometimes some of the things that I've been through throughout my life. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like, I don't really regret anything. That's good. At this point. I'm just like, well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to go and live in that past and in that regret? What what the fuck is that going to do for me now? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like all of these things that have happened to me, I'm just like they've made me who I am now. Yeah. And even though it took me fucking years to get here and like figure it out, I'm like a lot better off now. Mm-hmm. You know? And you've proven to yourself that like everything works out and yeah. it's going to be even better than you could expect. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Everything always works out. Yeah. Like, I had an internship in the summer. I had two two interviews, and there was one I really wanted, and one I was like, if I get that one, I am going to be so pissed off. Like, I don't want to go to to this one internship. I was saying in my mind, I'm like, whatever's meant for me will be. Mm-hmm. If this is what's right for me, let it be. Mm-hmm. And I just kept, like, staying in that mindset, and... I ended up getting the one that I wanted. Oh my god, amazing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Because you're the manifesting queen. Yes. <laughs> After that one experience, I was like, no, I literally was. will tell everyone, I'm like, you need to manifest. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, okay, people tell you to manifest and blah, blah, blah. But until you, like, have, like, a crazy experience sometimes, you're just like, holy shit, this is real. You need to feel it. Yeah. You need to, like, actually feel that feeling. That's why when... You do, like, manifesting workshops and things Mm -hmm. like that. When you're learning how to manifest, they teach you to envision what what your surrounding is like when you get this manifestation. Where you are in life. How you're feeling. Who's the first person you're telling when this happens? Like, you have to... Yeah, you have to, like, really envision all of that Mm. and feel it. That It's the feeling. You need to feel it. So, like you said, after that first feeling that you got, you're like, holy shit, this just happened. Mm -hmm you know that you can do it again because you felt how you were in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, okay, I don't have to be scared of anything because I know yeah. that it's it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, everybody needs to manifest. Everybody make your list. <laughs> make your list. Yeah. Envision yourself. Yeah. Or Think even your feeling. Like, yeah. Like even like go on Pinterest, make your vision board and like, me- like meditate on those images. I have that. Actually, I have it as my background. I have, like, a dream board as my background. Oh, I love that. See, I don't... I never got to actually, like, making, like, a whole collage. I just have, like, my Pinterest Mm -hmm. that I make every year. And I'll just, like, look... Scroll through the images and, Mm -hmm. like, meditate on them. Yeah. And be like, this is, like, you know, practice my, like, my affirmations or, like, my manifestations. Yeah. You can even, like, attach it to a scent. Mm. Have you ever done that before? No. I did, like, a little workshop a couple weeks ago. Okay. And you can attach, like, your manifestation to a scent. So, like, whatever you're trying to manifest, 
think of a scent, have the scent in front of you, like peppermint oil, for instance, or something oh. like that, and put peppermint oil on every single day, so that it reminds you that like you're of what you're manifesting, and that you're embodying that manifestation. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I ca- that actually makes sense. Okay, this is this is how I related it in my head. But, like, have you ever seen on TikTok when people are like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the perfume I had on my wedding day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, like, the same thing. It's, like, you have a scent for each specific yeah, yeah. intention, mm-hmm. almost. And scents are, like, really connected to memories, too. So, like, if you smell something, like, oh, my God, that reminds me of, like, whatever. Oh. Have you ever had that? Yeah. Or, like, oh, my Actually, God, yeah. I smell that. Yes. Oh, my God, it reminds me of, like, this day or something yeah. like that. What I learned is that, like, even in the mornings you have to target your five senses if you pick a scent like an essential oil or something and it reminds you of like oh this is a good day like and then every morning you wake up and then you smell that yeah it's like oh okay you know what it's gonna be a good day yeah because you're like rewiring that part of yourself Mm -hmm. like you were doing before rewiring that part of yourself to connect it to something more positive yeah and see lately too it's been really hard I've, I've been going back a little bit into my, like, negative habits or, like, my negative beliefs a little bit. Okay. I think that's something really important to share, too, mm-hmm. is because it's fine. Like, yeah. it's fine if it's not always working. The work's not always working, but I think it's just important to keep at it. thousand percent. You know? I don't know where that we even came have, from. I just kind of, like, That's okay. <laughs> you needed to share it. Yeah. We all have bad days. Yeah. Bad days and good days. Yeah. And, like, one thing right now, too, is I haven't been able to work out, like, actually work out in, like, two months. Mm -hmm. And then I had an injury. Oh. So I have been, like, going crazy because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, all of these things are going to happen if I don't work out. And, like, that's also a way that I release a lot of my anxiousness and all of my stuff. Like, when I'm just, like, it just keeps me very self-regulated. Like, Mm -hmm. my emotions are regulated. And so I keep telling myself like I'm giving myself grace Mm -hmm. and I think that's something that I've been focusing on really recently too is like give yourself fucking grace Mm -hmm. basically like stop putting so much pressure on yourself like everything's gonna work out Mm -hmm. like you're gonna be fine just I'm giving myself like the grace and the space to heal it's so important like even when you have that workout schedule you Mm -hmm. always need a rest and recovery yes like that's that's so important when you're working out. Mm-hmm. So, like, mentally and emotionally, you need that rest and recovery. It's okay mm-hmm. to have, like, the low days. It's okay yeah. for things not to work out according to plan mm-hmm. because that's kind of, like, in my in my vision, I, I see that as, like, a, um, a sign mm-hmm. to slow down and just, oh. like, yeah, just, like, yeah. slow down and just, you know, take things minute by minute instead of day by day. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And just, yeah. Oh. Kind of get re- re-centered and re-grounded. Yeah. I'm going to, like, continue to just, like, remind myself of that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in my, like, rest and recovery. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I'm going to frame it. It's yeah. really about, like, framing it differently in your mind. Yep. You know? Because that's... I was following somebody on Instagram, and she always, like, talked about phases or, okay. um, like, cycles of her life. Okay. So, like, she went into, like a phase where she was a bodybuilder so she Mm -hmm. went into a phase of just like going really hard she's very strict with food whatever and then she went into a phase of recovery and rest and just Mm -hmm. everything in her life just paused and slowed down because she was just focusing on resting in all areas of her life 
So there's like you can look at it in like different um, cycles, even like oh. for weather, right? We have like yeah. winter, we have summer, spring, whatever. We have rain, snow, whatever. Yeah. While it's snowing, it mm-hmm. might, it's not raining. The rain needs to rest, or mm-hmm. vice versa, whatever. If it's like sunny outside, it's not raining. I don't know. Just like that's different a good phases, way to think about it. Right? Yeah. Because I was just thinking, okay, there's just, like, ups and downs in life sometimes. Sometimes I'll be good. Sometimes I'll be bad. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to think of, like, phases. I like the way you that You need that, them. Yeah. You need, like, the darkness. Yep. You need the rain. Mm-hmm. We need all those things. Mm-hmm. As much mm-hmm. as, like, sometimes it puts you in a dark space. If you're sitting in a dark room, yeah, you, it needs to be dark in order for you to see, like, oh, there's a little bit of light there. Yeah. You could, like, follow the light. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you, it needs... It just needs to happen. That's part of yeah. life. Yeah. Like you were saying, like, it's like your body telling you something almost. Mm-hmm. You know, you were kind of talking about that before. Yeah. It's like, I guess this is the point in these, like, rest and recovery cycles or phases where it kind of challenges you where it's like, are you really, like, is the work working for you? Mm-hmm. Is what you're doing working? Mm-hmm. Because now, well, I find for me, like, when I'm in, like, those rest periods, mm-hmm. that's when I start to downward spiral and I get, you know, like, the more intrusive thoughts and all these things. And it's like a time to kind of challenge yourself Mm -hmm. too and be like, okay, well, is the work working for me? Do I need to make changes? It's also a time to just like prove to yourself like, yes, like I am more than my emotions. Like I'm Mm -hmm. more than all of these negative thoughts I have or whatever. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of like a nice way to think about it too. Well, it's just getting you like realigned. Yeah. Like, okay, are you here? Like this is, you're kind of like coasting and then. Yeah okay, are you, like, are you still driving? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you it's need crazy. to, like, stop or do you need to go faster? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're just, like, going back into alignment. Yeah. Back into your center point, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's so important. It is very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of, like, wrap it up. Do you have any messages you want to share with people based on everything we talked about? Is there, like, one thing that you mm-hmm. want somebody to take away from? Maybe, like, maybe one or two things that you would hope somebody takes away from this conversation Ooh, that's really interesting okay let me think there's so much that there we were, talked about today we had a good conversation <laughs> yeah i actually forgot that we were recording for a second there and then when i started telling like stories i'm like oh wait okay we're recording i have to like not <laughs> say people's names and like whatever yeah um no i think mainly like just to challenge yourself I think that's a big one, the whole fear topic that I was talking about before. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to step out of your comfort zone. No matter how, like, I know it's dreadful because I like to stay in my comfort a lot. Um, But just challenge yourself and you'll be so surprised. Yeah. And it makes you more confident in you. And you're like, I got this. Mm -hmm. And, like, challenging those little fears and, like, having those small wins is life-changing like it really is amazing um and it's also okay if the work you're doing right now isn't working that's okay too yeah like you don't need to have it all fucking figured out yeah because like we said before no one does like has anything figured out yeah okay (laughs) yeah so I think just yeah challenging yourself and it's okay to not have it all figured out. I think those are the main two. And also just make your fucking manifestation list. Yeah, make your list. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are living proof that it works. Yes, yeah. And one last thing that I want to touch upon quickly. I know there's like Valentine's Day coming up. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect time to make your list. And if you're not in a relationship, 
just use that day for self-love. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. Because I'm kind of anti-Valentine's Day, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I'm like, to me, every day is fucking Valentine's Day. I will yep. spread love every fucking day. I love that. Yeah. You know what's funny is the, I remember the first time I, I texted you about doing this podcast. Yeah. I think I didn't. I say that. Yeah, you said something anti, about anti yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, you actually. But like, did we say didn't that. focus on that. Yeah, no, at we all. didn't. Because I was like, oh, it's a Valentine's Day or anti Valentine's Day. I don't know how you feel about that, but yeah, <laughs> I'm like, see, I used to be like, oh, Valentine's Day, yes, but that's because in my last relationship, that was the only day I felt loved. Mm-hmm. So I was like looking forward to it because I'm like, yes, today's the day I get to be loved. Mm-hmm. But like now, I'm like, I don't really care for it because yeah. I'm just like. Love yourself. Yeah. Love your fucking self. And fucking every self. fucking day is Valentine's Day. Yes. You know? Love that. <laughs> yeah. So that's why. Focus on you. Forget all the bullshit. Yeah. And just get it done, bitch. Yep. <laughs> Those are the words of Cassandra. <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. See you later. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please leave a review and like or subscribe to the show. I would also appreciate you sharing the podcast with anyone who might enjoy and be sure to tag me on Instagram at ELS, E-L-S dot chair. Thanks for listening. I'm out of here.